Welcome to the Part of the Noise podcast. I'm your host, Scotty Hughes. Back, refreshed and fresh, so fresh and so clean from a nice little vacation with the fam. Uh, So today's episode uh, is with my wife, where we recap a little bit of that vacation. Uh, We talk about uh, some of the things we missed while we were on the vacation. The face app phenomenon and the dangers that go along with it. Uh, The new trailer for the Cats movie. Creepy. Or is that the most amazing thing you've ever seen? We also maybe uh, drop in a little bit of a little uh, Forever 21 shaming. You never know. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back. How's it going? Good. Yay. Good to be back. <laughs> you got an ice pack on your shoulder <laughs> there. <laughs> I do have an ice pack on my What's shoulder. What's golden on? I was sanding wood and my body is on fire. <laughs> my shoulder is in pain. <laughs> you know what that makes me think of? What? In the Karate Kid. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. No. And LaRusso. <laughs> Gets angry and he's fed up with Mr. Miyagi <laughs> using this slave. Oh, what was that? Pardon the noise. Oh no, leave it open. It's hot. <laughs> they can deal with the noise. And he, an he gets angry and he's like fed up. So like, I'm done being your done being your slave, Mr. Miyagi. You were gonna teach me karate and you didn't taught me nothing. Hey, Danielson, wax on. Works off. Night. Hey, hey. What does that have to do with my shoulder? Because that's <laughs> that's the he claps his hand and rubs it together. Yeah. Okay. For the audio sent audio sensor, euphonias, okay. and uh, and then he sticks his hand down his shirt and he pops it into place. How'd you how'd you do that? How'd you? You don't remember that? Uh, yeah, well, somebody can pop my shoulder right now. It'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, well. You... It's like an old softball injury. Come back to life 20 years later. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, every kid tried to, to do it at least once <laughs> and just couldn't. It was like, I don't get it. What What is Mr. Miyagi doing? I don't understand. Like, I, I rub my hands together and nothing happens. <laughs> Um, so we were on vacation last week. Yeah, it was amazing. Long overdue. We had some good old road, road tripping. Road tripping. All the way to Colorado. Yeah. New Mexico, back to Colorado. Arizona, (laughs) back to Colorado. You, I would like to brag on you. You pulled a good 13 hour drive day the first day. Yeah. With three kids and a wife in the car. <laughs> and yeah. ended the 13 hours with an hour and a half of like dead stop traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you took it like a champ. <laughs> I was prepared to go the long haul when I thought we only had like an hour or an hour After or two that. left. But then when I found out it was, it was like, like another, another, another five or four six. or five hours, I was like, no, <laughs> we're done. 
I misread, missed the mess, misread the writing on the wall. <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> yeah, apparently this has been one of the hottest months on record. Yeah. Ever. And we spontaneously decided to take our vacation to yeah. the hot the hot states. <laughs> test this vehicle out. It was awesome. No, it was See fun. See what she can take. <laughs> we I did learn What did you learn? Weird configuration. Yeah. That if you somehow if you have it on cool, not AC, you turn the AC off but then you turn it on um, defrost. Like the defrost, all of a sudden for some reason it's it was cool enough in the car that I didn't have to run the AC. <laughs> and I think that, that, that got us some mileage out of there. <laughs> got us some mileage. Highlights? Highlights. Oh, so many. Low lights? Okay, well, low we... Low lights? We, no. <laughs> we'll go with the highlights there first. There were no low lights. Um, oh, I'm sure there was a low uh, light. <laughs> highlights. Uh, we went to Colorado. The primary objective was to see my parents' property that they own, that they've owned for like 10 years and in all that time I've never been out there so that was quite amazing for me um, to see their acreage and to get a visual on you know because my dad always talks to me about what they're planning to build and where everything's gonna go and so to actually get to walk the space and be in the country was amazing and a side note which I love so their property is in um the, the territory that the um, those primarily southern Ute Indians and all throughout this territory so the Ute people were are kind of considered tree people because um, they smoke tree? no no because <laughs> they like they're they really respect trees like a lot of their life was they dependent on trees, trees. Yes. okay stop so anyways so i learned all of this that they did this um part of their culture was they did tree it sounds bad but it's not the tree mutilation but what they did was they would (laughs) it sounds bad it's not they would kind of change no they would change the trees as either um directional signposts or they actually made prayer trees and um, this one particular type of tree called a yoke tree, it's a ponderosa pine, but they would um, chop the top off and then hammer a wedge of another type of tree. It was kind of like grafting. Um, they would hammer it into the top of the tree, and then when, as the tree regrew, it would split into a U-shape and grow up equally. And come to find out, my parents have like eight of these trees on their property, and they're all you know at least a couple hundred years old and um, burial no no well these (laughs) ones are i looked it up and i did some research on them these ones are prayer trees and what they did was the the um the tribe would have like a ceremony around the tree and they would all pray and then um they believed that for the next 800 years, every time the wind blew through the trees it would give new breath to their prayers so i mean it's kind of I don't know. I'm Christian. God is timeless. But in a weird way, it was kind of a beautiful thought, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, wow, this is kind of cool that, you know, people were here and praying. And, you know, I don't know if they were praying to God or many gods or what they were praying to. But just that they, people were pouring out their hearts here. And that's now my parents did not know that when they bought their property. And now they basically own, you know, kind of a historical, like, 
really cool historical thing is Mm. happening on their land. So that was a highlight for me, just kind of getting to do that. And then tree farming with my dad (laughs) doing, we did fire mitigation. You got to cut down all these, you got to cut down trees and make sure there's like six feet of clearing from the ground to the bottom of the tree so that if there's a ground fire, hopefully it would sweep through without scorching everything. That's part of kind of what they do on the land there and so and they pay you yeah they pay you to take care of your land and so Madsy and Jay both got to handle a chainsaw with grandpa that was kind of fun and crank it like a chainsaw yeah so and we were saving the ponderosas so we were cutting down junipers because they take all the water and we were saving ponderosa pines and just kind of fun you know fun being a tree farmer yeah for a little while and we and we roughed it too yeah we uh we had to dig a hole in the ground oh yeah it's so fun <laughs> like that's so i mean literally it was my my in-laws they had their camper we were tenting it and uh it was hot too was, yeah i think but we i think uh, the, the first day nice. yeah i i the heat got to me a little so the elevation and the heat elevation got to plus me. heat was probably not a good combo for you yeah i kind <laughs> of sounded ungrateful <laughs> Just, like, what are we, are we just, just little, sit here just and are we just gonna sit here and f- f- fry? I can't lay in the tent. I can't <laughs> can't go anywhere. Mm. So, and then, <laughs> and then Jay decided to throw Grandpa's oh uh, gr- pillows yeah. into the fire in the fire pit. pit. The fire that was wasn't a low going. Light. That was a low light. Yeah, that was a low light. No, we should talk more about Ooh. the highlights. We rode the Cumbers and Toltec train, the narrow gauge train. Cumbers and Toltec. Which is also a really historical piece of engineering. It, yeah. It's the highest, I believe it's the highest um, elevation for any train. And it, gosh, it's part of the Rio Grande. And it goes from New Mexico um, to part of Colorado. And it crosses the state line like 11 times. And there's all these crazy cool turns and a massive trestle that it goes over and I've been on narrow gauges before and so that was a really special moment because my parents took me to ride that when I was three Uh and then so we got to recreate that with the next generation so that was really special and fun to do and the scenery is insane I mean you're riding a train at over 10,000 feet over a couple of passes at a four percent grade it's pretty nuts like we figured out that when you're on the train the front of the train is at least eight feet higher than the back of the train at any given point because of the grade Hmm. so it's kind of interesting and fun and yeah it's neat you got to you know you could walk around they had an open gondola car so you'd be out in the fresh air and you could stand in between the cars if you wanted and I am, um, yeah, I'm a bit of a train geek because my dad's a train geek. So, you know, yeah. I'm coming out with it. Most of the time I would just not, I've actually been laughed at before by like telling somebody I went to a, like a cool little train convention with my parents and they laughed at me. And so I'm like, no, this is cool. Like, you just don't gonna, know how cool it is. You're not going to train shame me. You're not going to train shame me. You're not going to train shame me. I mean, like, you just don't even know what you're missing. So <laughs> anyways, that was a highlight of our trip. Four Corners was a fun highlight. Yeah, Four Corners. Got to talk to the Lokis. The locals that are local but live in, like, Oklahoma. (laughs) 
That was fun. Uh, yeah, it was kind of, it was, we were just kept walking around. And I was like, we're in Utah. We're in Colorado. <laughs> we're in New Mexico. We're in Arizona. You got our iconic photo. You got the iconic photo. You're only supposed to take three photos, but I think you got like six or something. Oh, like, really? I yeah. didn't take them. The, I know. The homeboy the, took There was them. a friend that just was like, oh, I'll take them for you. And he took like six and we're holding up the line. And I was like, oh, we're supposed to only take three. Yeah. <laughs> They'll live. They'll live. And we also got to see Mesa Verde. Yeah, that was amazing. Mesa Verde, for people don't know, that's kind of where the, the Pueblo, mm-hmm. Pueblo Indians mm-hmm. uh, built homes into the side of, like... The cliffs. The cliffs. Yeah. And, like, like cities, not just, like, a couple yeah. of bungalows. And, they, you know, this was around uh, 1200s, around, I think. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this, these ancient ruins are pretty much still there because of the great covering and stuff they pretty much untouched and then we still don't know why the people left they can guess that maybe drought and things like that but global warming there's no (laughs) there's no real um evidence i mean there's you know speculation yeah there's no it's not like they're finding that everybody died off there they're not finding remains or anything so they definitely something happened where they left yeah sniffed them out yeah but no but it went pretty much untouched for like s- yeah 600 years until somebody until some ranchers found it or something yeah so so this well, it was a good it was a good trip a lot of driving for me but yeah. uh lots of you know spectacular views like every day there's something that you're like trees wow, this is amazing trees i love the trees mountains and sunsets and cliffs and canyons and big bugs big bugs (laughs) and trains and garden snakes yeah we went fishing one day Mm. and found a cool little spot and lo and behold some two little two little garter snake friends come cruising up they were yeah they were tiny snakes and they're just like garter snakes but they were obnoxious like scott was on the verge of maybe popping a rock at one's head and I was like no you cannot kill the snake but this is annoying that it's not leaving like that it's just keeps coming back <laughs> yeah I think he wanted to nibble on your toes he's like what what, what you catch in there what, what, what you got you want a little crayon snake Gross. a little crayon fish um yeah and then that was uh that was that was the watering hole day so yeah, that was nice because uh, that got us that the water was not actually cooler than I thought it was going to be. So that was it was actually quite refreshing. Yeah, we didn't catch any fish. That was the day too. The, the people and their dogs were dry. like so. The the sign for the the, the swimming hole. <laughs> Wait, is, time out. Is, is time out. What, time okay. out. I need to preface the audience. Scott is like a stickler for rules, but he's also a rule breaker. But when it comes to, like, you have to do things the right way, he is very much obnoxious about you have to do it the right way. So now go ahead. Tell your story. (laughs) So the sign says no pets on the beach, no dogs on the beach. And there was at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people that had brought their dogs onto the beach in the water, like... And at one point, the, um, the the ranger for the park 
he was like, yeah, you can't have your dogs here. Like, we actually monitor these waters for E. coli, and they're they're meant for humans <laughs> to be swimming over here, not like dogs peeing and pooping and yummy. Um, and so, but every, nobody thinks the rule applies to them. Everybody's like, that's a stupid rule. I should be able to do. I should. I should be able to kiss my dog on the mouth and, and love it. <laughs> Okay, I should be able to marry my dog. That's a stupid rule. You can't marry dogs. I want to marry dogs and take them to the beach. If I was married to this dog in the state of Colorado, could I then take it to the beach? No. Well, but yeah, so it was a good trip. Made lots of memories, took lots of pictures. And, uh. Ate yeah. lots of cookies. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of cookies. Every time and I driving. look in the mirror, I'm like, I'm like, ooh, you look a little rounder. You had maybe one too many hot dogs. <laughs> when you sit for thirteen hours, you, you sit in for thirteen bar. hours and just eating. But road trips are good for the soul. <laughs> yeah, so we made it back. No issues with the vehicle. That was good. Yep. Highlights. Highlights. So, but, so it was very, it was kind of limited social media. And so you were a little bit, you know, because it's not like we had Wi-Fi or anything. So Which is great. Yeah. So there were some things going on. Oh, that There's, we are out of the loop on. That we, we were out on the loop on. But so, because so, there were some days where we were within range or we stayed at a hotel on the way back. or that, And so... You could see what's trending on, in the world, and there was a day where my um, my feed and I'm scrolling at I think uh, I don't know maybe at the campground or something uh, that we went to, and I'm just seeing old people, <laughs> old people, and there's just old people everywhere. But then people I'm like, that man, you know. wait a minute. I'm like, man, I got a lot of old friends. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I'm like, man, Facebook's gone to the grandpas and grandmas. And then apparently it was FaceApp. Mm-hmm. Ooh, FaceApp. Ooh, FaceApp. And it was pretty, it was pretty, like, legit. Like, it really did a good Looked job of realistic. making you look old, where mm-hmm. you could picture it. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what they would look like. Sometimes those face ones, like, even they look too Snapchat, they look too superimposed or just doesn't look quite right. And these ones looked legit. So I think I think I had popped in, and then maybe like a day or two later, all of a sudden I'm seeing like Russian spyware <laughs> face app, and everybody's like, "Oh, dang it!" I was just playing with my photos, and now and they now have I've my skipped. information. <laughs> they have my they have my whole identity, my social, my phone. I think some of the the part of the uh signage that it was like literally the phone can they can take over your phone if they want no yeah i'm serious no, no literally I did some it, even in sleep mode they can access your phone in in the hey. should we pull it up we could pull it up what do you got, you got uh, i got there? what i got okay so what it is okay or what i found you can tell me what you found mm-hmm. was that the software there's software okay so there's a new net the 5g network is out there getting developed and it's actually 
in the world, in parts of the world, just not here. So this technology is kind of advanced for the devices that we have. And so the devices that we have have to, the way that this app works, it can't process the photo on just the app on the phone because there's a mismatch in technology. Mm-hmm. So it has to upload the photo to the cloud temporarily to adjust it with this technology and then send it back. So that's why it does. That's why that's the cover. I don't know if there's malicious intent underneath, but that's what they're saying is why this these photos have to go to the cloud, which is also part of why this Russian company has to have like such an open waiver, <laughs> essentially on your phone you know but so yes it is troubling because it allows your image to be uploaded to the cloud before downloading again and then be because of that basically you're granting them license to your content without receiving any compensation yeah so I did, we can talk more about this, but as a caveat, I feel like we should say, I did find out that you can request that your data be deleted. If you are an innocent bystander of the Face app and you want your data to be deleted, I'm going to tell you how to do that right now. Are you ready? Okay, in the app, there is settings in the upper left-hand corner. Go there, then click support, then click report bug and send logs. Then ask for your data to be deleted and include the word privacy in the request. And it will take a little bit of time because they're backed up, but they will then delete your data from the cloud. So it's a way to kind of opt out through the bugs request kind of avenue. But yeah, that's what I learned. I haven't done it. I don't do those kind of things because I refuse to age and so I'm making my actions align with my thoughts and so I don't want to see what I look like old or even guess at what I would look like old because I just am going to believe that I'm going to stay young. <laughs> I, I would totally, if I were if I were down here during that time, if we weren't on vacation, you I would probably would have downloaded non-stop. that app and I would have been like, look at me. I'm an old man. That's talking crazy. You would have been nonsense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it, it comes back to once again where we have things trend, and you want to be on the the, the front Jump. end. You want to yeah. be on the front end of that trend and that wave. And and the thing with technology is really people should actually have more of a slow. Like, hey, let me just stand back and see how this works for others. Yeah, like a wait and see approach. Yeah, I mean, it's literally it's like that that old saying. It's like if all your friends were jumping off a bridge, <laughs> would you do it? But it's sad. and it's and kind of in the moment, if all your friends were jumping off the bridge, you probably would, right? But, but if you well, took <laughs> the sad part about it is, is like doing a face app. You think is a very harmless little thing. It's not yeah. like jumping off a bridge, but then you don't know. You very well could be you know giving all of your info uh, we don't know you just don't know so yeah yeah so i mean <laughs> i i'm just um and it, it's funny because it happens in all those like terms of service that you have to sign 
And nobody ever reads those things. We should be reading those. We things. should be, but they're like, literally, it would probably take you forty minutes to like read yeah. some of these terms of services. Yeah. And you would need a lawyer with you to like <laughs> tell you what they mean. And so you you get this, you'd be like, ah, I don't, I don't, I don't got nothing to hide. You know what I mean? I ain't got no dirty pictures on my phone or something like, you know. Or So you think that there's nothing that you're giving access or control to. But the reality is you you are actually allowing access to things, you know, more than just the, the camera on your phone or yeah. the, the audio or... Well, that's debatable because they do say that what they will access is only what you'll upload to the cloud yeah but we just don't know if that's true or not. but i just i know that you there's times where i start looking <laughs> at my phone even in like instagram uh-huh. right and all of a sudden i'll be like what why is there an ad for or i don't know what i, I was starts surfing. reading your mail <laughs> well not even reading my mail like, like your mind <laughs> i like i'm at home watching gilligan's island with my kids and all of a sudden i see an ad for like uh, Gilligan's Island thing with uh, Marianne, who's she's still alive and she's actually pretty good looking. For I think there were all of them else are dead, but she was probably just so young that when uh, the show was on, that like she's the only one that's still alive and she actually looked pretty good for her age. And uh, but all of a sudden, I'm seeing an ad for some some show or some like Gilligan's, you know, true stories of the island or something like that. And I'm like, wait a second. It wasn't... How? This thing... Spies. They're everywhere. Big brother. Could be that I was searching up Gilligan Gilligan and the Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, yeah. You should talk about that. Yeah, should I? Yeah, Gilligan... What is it? Okay. That was was kind of a little bit of a mind trip. That was a bit of a mind trip. And then finding the other shows that you were talking about. So you should talk about that. Yeah, the Seven Deadly Sins, which are... Okay, say them. uh, Pride, Mm -hmm. Envy, Mm -hmm. Gluttony, Sloth, um, Facebook... uh, Uh, can't Here, think of it on the spot off my head. I, I forgot. A we should of know these. I got by five. Heart, but... <clears throat> Glut- wait, gluttony, sloth, envy, pride, vanity, and so, uh, some. I think I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how wrath. Se- Did you say wrath? wrath? Oh, I forgot wrath. And the lust. Skipper. Did you say lust? Oh, I didn't say lust. Okay, there wrath you go. Those lust. were the two. Right. I forgot. That was Skipper and Ginger. Okay, so wait, no. So you, how did you stumble on finding out that Gilligan's Island characters kind of correlate to the Seven Deadly Sins? I was listening to a podcast and they mentioned it. And but it wasn't just that. What were the other shows that you were mentioning? They were saying like there's like Friends, Uh uh, Willy Wonka, Uh there Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Um, There's a few others, and all of a sudden you're like. It kind of, oh wow, like, hmm. Mm-hmm. It and then you start thinking, I'm like, man, the Skipper's wrath, you know, Gilligan's, you know, sloth, he, you know, Ginger's lust, the Professor's pride, like, the the um, greed is um, Thurston, yeah, 
How the third, third, how the third, <laughs> lovey, we're going to get off this island. Um, yeah, and then I think, uh, yeah, so it was, it was kind of crazy. I was like, whoa, that's it's woven through so many, so many things, yeah. so many like uh, shows, and and it's like you don't even realize it, but it 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 makes sense because they're in some ways they're character flaws, but they can help define a character that you're writing into a story mm-hmm. so if you have you know like the uh, what was that inside out with yeah you know the cartoon the movie. cartoon and the five mm-hmm. different personalities mm-hmm. and you know and you have all these these traits and and i guess the seven deadly sins are just they're um all exhibits of different types of behavior mm-hmm. taking to the taking to the full yeah yeah so but i thought it was interesting Blew i i i would never have equated that like with or correlated that with gilligan's island yeah so for me i was like oh, okay friends oh, okay you know but then gilligan's island was like what? power rangers what? <laughs> power rangers i'm just i just made that one up now you're gonna go look for it <laughs> yeah it actually it might be tommy He's so angry. Um, I don't know. For some reason, uh, Power Rangers was trending on Twitter. And, like, everybody, nobody, everybody was, like, super confused. They're like, I don't know why Power Rangers is trending. And everybody would put the hashtag Power Rangers in it. But it was like. It was trending because everybody didn't know why it was trending. So it started yeah, trending. So it started trending because nobody knew why it was trending. It's so funny. Yeah. Um. So face app. Face app. Be careful, people. (laughs) Be careful. Or just be like me and decide that you don't want to age or know what you're going to look like. So just align those actions with that belief and that mindset and see where you land in 50 years. You might not have any wrinkles. Or just just be okay with being behind the the latest fad or trend or the latest hashtag challenge. Be a... yeah. Um, yeah, I had you also. Oh. So while we were on vacation, another yeah. thing we missed. Yeah. Was the cats. Cats. Trailer. Cats. Andrew Lloyd Webber's. Yeah. Hey, before Broadway. we before we talk about the trailer, because obviously there's a new cats movie coming out. Let me hear what has your experience been with cats up till prior to this movie, like. Did you see the musical? Did you? Oh, I thought you just meant cats in general. No, not <laughs> like, like no. This one time, no. <laughs> cat snipped my ear off. Um, <laughs> so honestly, I I knew of cats. Okay. Because it's it's just within our zeitgeist of it's society. It's famous. Yeah. It's, um, but you never saw it. I I've only seen like. A commercial on TV for okay. like a you know a show coming to this town or yeah. something like that, and I always just kind of looked at it and I was like, "That looks cheesy. I have no interest at all of seeing cats." Uh huh. Yeah. So that was kind of my. That's your experience. What is your previous experience? So BC the cats trailer. <laughs> BC the cats trailer. <laughs> so I. I don't know. When I was younger, I just always picked up on 
I guess the people around me kind of mentioned cats and that it was weird and that it was just like a lot of cats. <clears throat> and so I just, I picked up, I think, a secondhand offense to it <laughs> growing up. Wait, say that again? Or what? maybe not offense, but like aversion. So just people in my world, you know, like if the topic of Cats, the musical, ever came up, many different people in my world would kind of comment that it was weird or that it's random and all about cats. And just there was this kind of a negative connotation that I kind of formulated secondhand aversion. So I've just never been interested in the musical yeah. And then you had me watch the trailer. And so then I had to watch the trailer. But then I had to go back and like, what is the story about? And so it was like trying to figure that all out today. So yeah. anyways. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have an aversion to most musicals. Uh, no, I like musicals. but I, I don't. I don't like cats. I mean, so a, a musical about cats to me is like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I saw the trailer. Uh-huh. And my immediate reaction was like, I want to watch it again. Uh, <laughs> and I want to see this movie. Okay, why? I don't what? know. Like, so you were intrigued. You I were was interested. very intrigued. Oh, I was that's ve- not what I thought you were going to say. I was very intrigued. Okay. I was like, I, to go from somebody who had no desire at all to see okay. or have anything to do with cats, all of a sudden, like, I was... Um, very like I don't know. I this looks very interesting to me. Like I wanna, I wanna experience <laughs> this. I, I well, you know, so there are some big names in the movie. Quite a few big names. My man crush, Idris Elba. Oh, that's your man crush. Oh yeah. I didn't know that was your man crush. Oh yeah, that's my man crush. <laughs> Black Superman. <laughs> Luther. <laughs> Yeah, that's my my my, my man crush. Okay. <laughs> um, but but then as I started kind of seeing like the 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 chatter, all of a sudden like everybody's ripping it apart. Yeah, it's really negative. They're like, "Why do cats have boobs? Okay. Are they so, supposed to be people? Are they cats? So that's Are okay. They, that's what I was finding. Okay, so well." Okay, Maddox, Maddox watched it with me. I, I know he said he watched it with you too, but he watched so, it, with, uh, did he at some point? But so anyways, today he said, he was watching it with me and he said, Mom, why are they people cats? <laughs> <laughs> so the cats in, in this movie, they don't, they, they don't do full CGI and make them cats and they don't do like dress up in leotards old school. They do this in-between thing where it's like super crazy technology, but they give them like a very digital, it's like digitized fur. And so their whole body, they're people, people shaped, but then they're digitally covered in fur. And so I thought the trailer was, I was trying to figure it out. I thought it was creepy. I was like confused by the scale because everything is really big because obviously they're trying to scale it down to cats except the fact that the cats are not cat shaped. They're people shaped with tails to make them look partially cat. So they're part human, part cat. So I actually was like, what am I confused by? What am I feeling? I started reading about it and I found one guy who kind of articulated 
what I was feeling and mm-hmm. seeing. And it's this, he's a Japanese roboticist. And um, I can't even say his name, Masohiro Masi, maybe. So he calls it what a lot of movies suffer from. Um, not a lot of movies, but many movies that have these like weird, creepy kind of feelings. It's called the Uncanny Valley. Okay, you're going to get a trip because you don't know this mm-hmm. yet. And I, yeah, I, I it's movie, movie lingo. Okay, so he defined it as a level of semi-realistic human appearance mm-hmm. in non-human things that triggers instinctive terror or visceral disgust. <laughs> and I was like, that is what I am seeing right now. I'm confused. <laughs> that's that's what happened with Sonic. So he was saying Sonic that, the Hedgehog. Yeah. So if it's like, <laughs> no, no. So if it's like too, too human, but also too not human, and it's in this weird, it's not defined one way or the other. Yeah. It was talking about how like we are just immediately off by it hmm. and that's what I felt like or you're sick in the head like me and you're like I want well more. <laughs> no no I will say the song you know Jennifer Hudson singing um, the memory song is you yeah, know, yeah, I don't know intriguing. Any cat songs. oh yeah I went babe I could be like I don't even know I've never seen cats but I did some reading today <laughs> so I listened to the soundtrack I was trying to get the plot of the movie and the the musical because I've never seen it but okay so watching the trailer my other reaction was like why is this so like this seems so like I don't know melancholic like I thought the whole thing was gonna be about the white cat and I found out in the musical that she's not the main character but the trailer makes it look like that so I'm I'm curious about the movie who's the Frankie Hayward in the trailer, the is dancer the, is the white cat. is the white cat Victoria, and she's not the main character. I if it's like the musical, she do, in the musical she supposedly had big dance solos but no talking. Huh. So it's going to be interesting to see what her character does in the musical. Um, Jennifer Hudson's character is kind of more the ostracized cat. So the premise of the story is this tribe of cats gets together once a year and they have a powwow to decide which cat they're going to send to the heavy side, something or other. It's like it's like basically sending them to the afterlife so they can be reborn and have a new life. Okay, so that alone I was just like, what? I was like, this is like melancholic and your craving it's it's nostalgic in a bad way like full of regret that's what i gathered from the trailer and from reading the plot line Hmm. as i was like huh but then i was reading other things where people are like oh it's the best redemption story ever and i'm like okay well i don't see that in the trailer to me it seems like you're pining for a different life because at one point in the trailer yeah victoria's character says what does she say she said, um, "You want a different life? Too, are you going to try for a different life? Yeah. Yeah. And to me, so I, I always look for, like I said, I think I look for symbolism, and I try to compare it to, like, pop culture and the the state of the world, and then I ask myself, why is that coming out at this time? What is the world pining for? What is the world trying to say? How does this movie connect with people in this current time? Yeah." And so well, I, I was, think there's a couple things. Yeah. 
one is Hollywood can't come up with anything new. Yeah. So they just like redo stuff. Redo stuff. And it's like, you know, so the complaint with, um, you know, like the Lion King, people were saying, oh, it was weird. It was just like, it was too much like animals. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, and it, it just kind of felt like I'm watching a documentary on, on animals. You know, on animals. But see, you can at least put that in one box. Like, okay, they're animals. Yeah. <laughs> That they're, talk. They're not you know, people, animals. But, like. but the cats, you know, the cats. So, I mean, for me, I'm like, the, I think the part that was intriguing was that it was, there was an element of CGI. Um, but it's not CGI. It's like digitized fur. It's like a weird different technology. They don't call it CGI. Well, whatever it is. Yeah. It, it doesn't look like people... Doesn't Wait look like minute. people in fur costumes. No. It's not furries dancing on stage. Can I take a tangent? Why are these digitally fur covered human cats, some of them are wearing fur coats? That bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, some of them were wearing a, clothes. No, no, that, was, that would be, no, no, not clothes, but some of them, some of them were in clothes. Yes, some of them were not. That's already like, okay, there's a problem there. But then there were some that were wearing fur coats. Why is a furry cat wearing a fur coat? It would be like a person wearing another person's skin. <laughs> There's an element of like cannibalism or something weird to that. It is so off. The one cat reminded me of just like uh, the Mad Max uh, Beyond Thunderdome. The one guy with the top hat. Remember oh, him? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I think the other part too was I was like, oh, like James Gordon. Gordon. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebel Wilson yeah. was in it, like, and so I could just see that there's going to be some humorous parts to it, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know, yeah. The other I, the other controversy was like I saw um, was was people getting and man, we live in such a culture of just like anger over. What? Tell things. me, it might be the same thing I wanted to talk about, and I didn't even tell you. The the, the people were saying, "Oh, they whitewashed." <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh. We're like on the same page. That they whitewashed the that Frankie main... Frankie Hayward. Yeah, Francesca so... Hayward. The so she's a uh, she's she... a woman of color, mm-hmm. and you know she's but an she's actual the, ballet dancer. She's the white cat. She's so the white she's, cat. So she's so like they're... kind of her color is white in the movie. Yeah, and so they're like. Everybody else has their skin tone. Taylor Swift has her skin tone. Like, why did they whitewash her? Okay. And and I'm like, why are you making a thing a out of a thing out of nothing? I'm like, if you look at the other people of color, mm-hmm. a man crush Idris. Yeah. Like they're not whitewashed. He's, quote, he's not quote. whitewashed. So like, there was no whitewashing. Yeah. It was just like that was the character. That was the character. And they actually gave the role to a woman of color rather than a white woman. Yeah. The, you know, they, the, the million white women dancers they yeah. could have put in that role, the yeah. Victoria the White Cat. But they picked the best dancer. Yeah. But so here's what I had to say about that. Um, yeah, don't make a thing out of nothing. I can't speak to, obviously, I can't speak to the character of anybody that's responsible for making the decisions, but I was immediately thrown off because I'm like, okay, A, it's the character, but B, also, if the movie, which the trailer makes it seem like they're really highlighting this particular character, make, giving her a bigger role than maybe even the, the musical, however yeah. that works, you want there to be a highlight and a focus. 
And so if you're doing that visually, visually, things that are light in color come toward the viewer. Yeah. They are they gravitate in. Things that are dark recede. There's symbolism, like with Idris Elba's character, he is dark in not just his color, but like in his costuming, he seemed darker. He's a villain. And so the, the lightness, it had nothing to do with race or anything. It was a visual, it's a visual symbolic cue. So I was annoyed. I was like, I didn't even have to read any of those. I just saw a headline saying like, oh, da, da, whitewashing, blah, blah. I was like, oh my goodness, are you serious? <laughs> like, I, we can't even appreciate like visual art be, without it being like polluted with all of these kind of narratives. Yeah. We just live in this offense culture mm-hmm. and and where people just, they make a stink and then things change. Like I, I jokingly talked about Sonic the Hedgehog because you were talking about the, the, what was that? The uncanny... The unca- un- uncanny valley. Uncanny valley. Where literally there, there was a um, uproar where people were like weirded out by the human-like teeth on Sonic mm-hmm. in the trailer for the Sonic movie. Mm-hmm. And so the director said, we're going to change it. So they went, they're now going to delay the release of the movie and they're going to go back and they're going to digitally, dig- digitally alter Sonic's mouth and his teeth mm-hmm. to, to not look so human-like because they're worried that people will not go see the film because of said teeth and I'm just like it's interesting because um, I I read somebody else's commentary about cats and they were like they were they tried to seek out a real cats fan and ask them what do you think of this trailer and the movie and one comment that he said was that well when it came out in the 80s like we all loved it we all jumped at it and he said something like, this one feels trapped. And then the interviewer was like, well, isn't it kind of like the times that we live in, this feeling of trapped? And so that's what I was even connecting with, was like how movies speak to the current culture. And so I thought that was an interesting insight um, that even this this guy, he he's somebody on some kind of news show, like an anchor, of, I don't know which one, but even him just saying how that was the feeling that this movie had and that was representative of the times that we are in mm. in a way you know so what's fun what's weird about that though is 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 it really or is it perspective where we don't see things as they are we see things as we are right and yeah. you know so it's like you could have the same person uh-huh um, watch the trailer and they mm-hmm. come away with like oh my gosh I love the ballet I love singing and the other somebody else walks away and they're like trapped well you know and- I, I don't really like cats in general so I think that would hold true for my reaction because I'm like are they people or are they cats <laughs> yeah I'm academy and you're you're just like oh I want to see it because you want to see anything that there's any buzz about ever you just want to see it all so <laughs> yeah I mean I probably won't go to the theater I won't be like on opening night like in a cat leotard or 
I also thought, you know, like if you could really. Maybe I should. It, no, don't do it, please. Please don't. Cats. No. Ah! I'll wear my Batman costume. No. <laughs> no. That'd be even more confusing. Yeah. So, I mean, seeing. That'd be so confusing. I think we. we yeah, exactly. It's like you, we tend to see things as. Um, as we are mm-hmm. rather than as it is mm-hmm. and so if anything that that person's comment you know is how he actually feels about how we are in this society mm-hmm. or how we are with what's going on um, I was listening to that one podcast today with uh, the uh, the, uh, the person in charge there of the Girl Scouts and she was saying how the message she was saying in New York, and they're and, you know, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you're so conservative! Like, mo- get forward with your values." And then to that same exact message, she would take someplace else, and they'd be like, "Yo, you're so liberal with your." What was her message? The, just the message that she, the what the Girl Scouts is, mm-hmm. um, and and it was literally it was like the. the nothing changed the message was exactly the same mm-hmm. and to the ultra liberals it was too conservative and mm-hmm. to the conservatives it was too liberal mm-hmm. and it was like mm-hmm. hmm you know it was like wow it made me think of that um or i just thought of right now how there was a uh, a person who was uh, on a college campus and it was one of those youtube videos and he's uh talking to um, like some liberal college students and at first he's just asking about certain uh, he asks about Donald Trump and they're like ranting and raving and he's like okay well here here's some of Bernie Sanders policies and things that he's would want to implement or do mm-hmm. and he he tricked them and he actually did Donald Trump policies uh-huh. and things that he said he would do. And every single person was like, yeah, that sounds really good. I think that's an awesome plan. We should do that. And then after about three or four of those things that they all agreed with, they thought were good plans, he says, actually, that wasn't Bernie Sanders. That was Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, people were like, Oh wow! Maybe I should need to reconsider. Like, you know, it was kind of like eye-opening. It right. was like, and I think liberals or Democrats—I mean, um, Democrats or Republicans—they both do it. They mm-hmm. toe the line, mm-hmm. and there's a, a level of blind allegiance. Um, but then there are sometimes where there's like nonpartisan things or. Uh, that we can all agree on but the fact that it came from the other side people find themselves in a place where they can't they can't hear it they won't listen to it or they think it can't be good because it came from them mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> yeah so, cats <laughs> let's do it <laughs> all right well uh, lighter note as we kind of wrap up here did you hear about Forever 21 debacle? You mentioned it. <laughs> I was like, what? What? That person got fired. So apparently, um, 
Forever 21 on all the online orders, well, there were some complaints from plus-sized consumers who ordered online that Mm -hmm. they received a Diet Atkins bar with their order. So bad. (laughs) It's like a mean and nasty prank. And people were just, what in the world? You know? And uh, according to Forever 21, though, they were just saying they gave the bars out for every online order but the the plus size it's so random yeah i think it was probably why would forever 21 give out atkins bars because atkins probably went to forever 21 like hey you guys want some bars that's so weird kind of like free advertising maybe so weird uh and they're like you know so it probably didn't go through a bunch of like it's probably one person's decision. They're like, just send them. Send them with the online orders. And then... That's not... Forever 21 is too big to like, oh, we're just going to throw in a little thing. Like, they're at the status of like, you need to make an announcement and have a banner on your webpage and like, send a text to all your customers. Like, oh, Atkins is like, supporting us. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's different if you're a small business and you're like, oh, just, you know throw in something and then on top of that not thinking about the message that comes associated with atkins bars yeah like i i just i imagine that there's probably like somebody on the the packing line for the clothes and they're like i don't think this is a good idea (laughs) but i am not gonna say anything (laughs) i just think this isn't a good idea yeah and it's like you see something say something people probably could have avoided the bad pr but maybe maybe it's one of those things of like even bad pr is good pr no not in that case it's sometimes it's better to be in the in the news at all than to not your name forever be out 21 there. really needed to be in the news that badly i don't know forever 21 could be Maybe. S- die, slowly dying 21. Your clothes are like paper thin and see-through. So. <laughs> yeah. Wash them once and they fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> well, my nipples show through it. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully uh, people aren't totally out on Forever 21. Not that it's not, not like I'm a fan that goes to their store or anything i just thought that was hilarious that um (laughs) that plus size people were getting offended because they were getting an atkins bar and rightfully so like if you were a plus size person and you got got that bar in there would it change if it was like a kind bar I think so. Yeah, it's the message. What if it was a Snickers bar? Yeah. You'd be like, awesome. <laughs> Snickers. Or. No, I would be totally suspicious. Some, like at Halloween, a like who, who, put, who put something in my Snickers bar and it's yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> uh, yeah. Bag of pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the nature's green uh, machine, pistachios. Um. <laughs> I just got a picture of you like like running through a pool of pistachios like pistachios for everyone <laughs> you get pistachios you get pistachios I wanted a car <laughs> alright 
Well, that's enough noise for today. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you, baby. Love you. Sorry, listeners, for the frivolity. <laughs> they love it. We love uh, you guys. Have a great night or day or drive, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to the Part of the Noise podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at Part of the Noise Podcast. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review us. It helps us get noticed by others. I'm Scotty Hughes, and we'll see you next time.